Welcome to Next Scene, the podcast where we take on pop culture one scene at a time. I'm your host, Sean. And I'm your other host, Brian. And today we are joined by a very, very, very special guest all the way from Gotham City. It's Niall McGowan. Hey, it's me, and uh, I could you go for a can of corn. <laughs> it's one of my favorite oh. lines of auto. It's just one of those. those that was great- good. That's a great impression. <laughs> Oh, that thank you. Thank you. I, I felt like Otto was in the room with us for, for yeah. a moment there. Yeah. Do you have anything where guys send in pictures of their naked chicks? Um, <laughs> so if you haven't guessed, listeners. So if you haven't guessed, going along with this season's theme of bus drivers, today our driver of the episode is Otto Man mm, from The awesome. Simpsons. That was weird though when you guys when you originally said to me like oh I wanted to talk about auto I thought because you guys had covered Repo Man I was like oh they're just doing Repo Man they're doing more stuff about that okay so that's of the three autos in the world I know is Auto from Repo Man Auto Preminger from like Anatomy <laughs> of a Murder and stuff one t- one time Mister Freeze Auto Preminger and then yeah Auto from The Simpsons it's like oh oh okay <laughs> yeah I'm I'm up for talking. About anything Simpsons, if anyone who's listened to Batman it will know. So. Yeah, um, which which we do, so we knew. But yeah, we went. <laughs> I, I, though I was wondering, like, who's the who's the third Otto? Because of course I know, um, you know Otto. So you know, you know, most people, you know, try to avoid tense situations, whereas a bus driver seeks out <laughs> tense situations. <laughs> that actually, I'd say that actually is true because it's like I, the, the, unless you're from like a really nice small small town. Like if you're a bus driver in the big city or whatever, you're basically you're going to eventually run into trouble. Like it's yeah. just an absolute guarantee in the job. Yeah, it's just a question of of when, not if. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, and that's I think one of the reasons why we wanted to talk about bus drivers is because they get like that, you know, that slice of humanity, that slice of society, and to a certain extent, they're. Yeah, they're at the whims of fate. You know, anyone they 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 put they stop the bus, they open that door, anyone can get on, and they've got to deal with it. And it's how do they, you know, every bus driver sort of imposes order mm. in their own way, their yeah. own little their their kingdom of the bus. And there's mm. no protection, as I've said before. It's just a bus driver and sixty to ninety people yeah. sitting there. <laughs> Anything could happen. Let's try to think of like other. So the Simpsons, at least you have like. Otto himself is very lenient in terms of his rules. <laughs> then, of course, you have the other bus driver, like that episode where Lisa gets the bus to like, the town to go to see like the ISIS exhibit. As the guy, like, don't make me tap the sign. He just like the whole thing is just like, <laughs> well, and that's why he's back- by the don't talk to the bu- to the driver sign. It's just like that's it. That's all you need to know. Yeah, I mean, Otto is the complete opposite of our quick change episode bus driver. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I should say for the listeners, I think we're we're going to talk about Otto and in, in in general, but I, I particularly wanted to focus on uh, the Otto show from uh, season three. It's episode twenty two of that season. It's the only episode of The Simpsons that really is Otto focused, where he's you know he's sort of the main character. Yeah, but, that know. is true. I'm trying to think of like I know it's the one where he gets he's almost gets married, but then he's mm-hmm. he's only in that for like the first five minutes, <laughs> and the rest of it's about his ex fiance. Yeah, that's like, well, it, that's the thing. Like, oh no, sorry, go ahead. 
Well, I was just going to say that's sort of a, a theme or I don't know, maybe it's a running gag with the Simpsons. Cause even in this, which, you know, the, the name of the episode is the auto show. Otto doesn't show up to like seven and a half minutes in like a yeah. third of the episode goes by before you even see it. <laughs> because you, you'd think as well, like, because the opening, like, appropriate enough for you, I guess, Sean, because it's so focused on mm. the spinal tap yeah. element of it. Yeah. And then you think, like, well, Otto being there must tie into the plot in some way. I was like, not really. Like, he might as well not have been there because that has nothing to do with, with that. Like, him being in the audience of that doesn't pr- lead to the <laughs> the rest of the episode. It's just, oh, he happened to also be there as well. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he kind of, well, the, the, Ooh, we could like the conflict of the episode kicks off. He he loses his job as the bus driver because it turns out he doesn't have a license, and that's discovered because he gets in an accident with the Spinal Tap tour bus. But that really it could have been yeah, it could have been any accident with anything. Like the whole Spinal Tap thing, I guess maybe like you know Christopher Guest was um, and and Michael McKean were like in the area and they were like, hey, you know, why don't we we stop by our old buddy Harry and and see what he's up mm-hmm. to? And they're like, oh, we've got some voices in the studio. Let's. Let's yeah. kind of do a you know an act around them, but yeah, has nothing to do with the rest of the show. Imagine that was something really thrilling though back in '92. Like, I don't know how many people would have been aware though back then that like, oh yeah, Derek Smalls is one of the voices on the show all the time. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, if you did it in a pre-internet age, if you're coming into that, just like, holy oh, Spinal Taps on like from that movie a couple of years, like, are they a real band? I thought they were a real <laughs> band. Why are they in this? Yeah, that would have been confusing. Well, and I think. I'm guessing like the internet was around, but the web would have been very, very young at this point. Yeah, back then. In 92. And then, so like, I'm guessing like the internet, IMDb, the internet movie database wasn't around. So yeah, to figure out like, yeah, so that the, yeah, the voice of Otto is Harry Shearer, who's Derek Smalls, the bass player from Spinal Tap. And also they carry over a gag from the film where he is, Harry does the voices when there's like the KBBL guys. He does a DJ voice. And there's a little bit in Spinal Tap where they're like, you know, Spinal Tap hears, hears one of their songs on the radio. And they're like, and they all gather around like, hey, listen, they're, you know, they're, they're playing us on the radio. And then after the song's over, the, the DJ comes on and goes, oh, there's another from the Where Are They Now files. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're they're actively on tour, and the the DJ's like, "Well, whatever happened to those guys?" But that the DJ <laughs> saying that that's Harry Shearer, yeah. um, and he's also always, a, always took it as head cannon too. And I still, I guess he still can because I know that occasionally those guys will go out and will tour as Spinal Tap, or they'll play like they played Glastonbury one year and mm-hmm. stuff. But like I always took it to like, no, Spinal Tap died in 1992. <laughs> because their bus got run because it doesn't look like that's an accident you walk away from like that the whole thing blew up like yeah. <laughs> them, they're definitely dead well no 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 otto says his record 15 crashes no fatalities um, although we don't know is he does he just count his passengers he figures the I, other bus that's that bus driver's responsibility right. it's just <laughs> the passengers you think at least the drummer would go but yeah at, yeah at the very least So I I just want to, one of the things I wanted to talk about is Otto as sort of a, um, so as a bus driver, he's dealing with a lot of kids. And to a certain extent, it's a, what we'd call a cautionary tale, sort of, if you don't study and you're not good, you know, this is where you just end up as a a stoner bus driver. Mm. I wonder, but so he's a little bit, he's like the old man Marley of the Simpsons. You know, (laughs) kind of very... 
pointedly address it in his whole thing of like, oh, that's all I ever did in high school. Like my old yes. man said I was wasting my time and I'd never amount to anything. <laughs> it <laughs> it's dawning on him. I'm like, oh, that, that's, oh right. Right. that's right. He does say it right there that he sees it, <laughs> that he might not have been everything he uh, set out to be. <laughs> Now, the thing though, like, what age is he supposed to be? Because if you think he's just like twenty-three or something, there, it's like you still, you still got loads of time to turn your life around, dude. I mean, that don't feel societal pressure to be like, oh, that's that's the end of me. <laughs> like that, I've um, I've completely wasted my life now. That I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing anything in my early twenties. If he's supposed to be like thirty-five or something, I'd be like, oh, it, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> it's it's hard to say just the the time. Well, I mean, because you know, Bart Simpson has been ten years old for like 40 years but um when we see his license at the end when he finally does get his license and we see it at the end he was born in 63 so this came out in 92 like are we supposed to think he's he's 29 which like you said like if he yeah if he's 20 21 that's fine if he's like pushing 30 yeah and then like this is this is what he's done with his life (laughs) (laughs) well you could you look at it in the um i don't know if you guys will go down the uh the patterson route like the other famous bus driver, like Adam Driver playing him, um, the Jim Jarmusch yeah. movie, Patterson, where it's just like, this is all he's done, done in his life. And he seems very content. And it's like, it's a, it's a nice, it's a very calming movie. Cause it's just like, yeah, it's not everything has to be a big deal. You know, it could just be a nice little calming thing to just be a bus driver and not have to worry about everything else in the world and all this kind of stuff. But and that's, that's the thing. Cause I kind of almost, um, envy not envy auto's position but like I, there's something about heavy metal people because i'm not like I, I don't mind heavy metal music but i've always envied the that kind of lifestyle because those guys always seem like they're having a pretty good time like <laughs> lifestyle because you always see like you know, I, I think maybe you don't i don't think we see his auto as much in the simpsons these days because like the the, the cultural figure of the heavy metal guy isn't anywhere near as prominent as it was in the early 90s because back then yeah, you had friggin Bill and Ted, Beavis and Butthead, and Wayne's World on within a couple of years, and it's all essentially the same kind of person, really. Yeah, Otto was that. That's a character from the late '80s, early '90s for sure. I mean, it's yeah. I wonder what they do with him now. Is he still the same exact way? He is. Yeah, and this he he kind of peaked in in, you know with this episode. Uh, Otto really kind of peaked in season three, and yeah, he never goes past that and i think and and part of it is yeah i don't that kind of the the long hair heavy metal dude is very dated to it's out yeah it's 90s. completely out now Mas- uh, i still do know people who will like go and queue for hours to get tickets for white snake and stuff and who will rock a bandana and get the hairspray on and all that kind of stuff and <laughs> will do like air guitar uh, you know at the drop of a hat but it, it, yeah it's nowhere near as because i think my brother and stuff used to be like this back in the early 90s but he's not now but like, yeah, it was just that was just the thing. The hair metal, heavy metal, that was just music for like a couple of years, really. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it was obviously wasn't the only kind of music, but it was very, very prominent. And like nowadays, it'd be like, what would modern auto even be into? Like, everything mm-hmm. he would listen to is ancient now. Like, it's all right. Zeppelin and friggin', you know, yeah, uh, what scorpions and stuff. It's like, yeah, it's really. Would the kids even recognize what he's supposed to be? <laughs> no. Well, yeah. I mean, those those things are still around. Like, there's still guitar-driven heavy metal, and there's death metal, and, and all those and kind of the, the genre is fractured into all these little niches. niches. But what would it be now? But, I mean, what would be like a, a quote-unquote slacker almost today? I don't even know. 
That'd be some kind of gamer or something, really, wouldn't it? Like, yeah, I guess, huh? yeah, he'd, okay. he'd be, yeah, he'd be a gamer, I guess. Wow, this is kind of crazy. This is I'm having a moment here about all this. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of kind of weird to think about, but at the time, like the late '80s, early '90s, at least in the U.S., the two biggest selling musical acts, like selling in terms of albums and the biggest touring acts, were Garth Brooks and Metallica. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. For like a like four or five years, like that. Well, there was, you know, kind of... heavy metal and country was huge, and I don't know, maybe you know. Well, rap took over. Rap started to take over like ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, and then yeah, and then like so, hip hop and rap were were on the ascension at that point, and now I guess it's you know kind of dance driven pop where you've got the Lady Gaga and and Katy Perry's and that kind of stuff. Well, I think he even kind of predates like the height of grunge because grunge is like that's long hair and dirty mm-hmm. clothes and stuff, but that's all thoughtful kind of lyrics. Like it can rock, but it'll be about something. Whereas auto is much more in the focus in the direction of like songs about like a naked chick with a Cobra wrapped around her and just like how awesome that is. And like, it, it, like his seems to be more in the, in the brand of mindless rock. Really, <laughs> Like it's, it's, it's just <laughs> I mean, flaming skulls and you know, yeah. I mean, some might object to the characterization as mindless, but in terms of, I think, yeah, it's a, in this episode we see him. Um, he like performs Free Bird. We've seen him like singing. We know Metallica is one of his favorite bands, like Led Zeppelin, um, Iron Man. Like he's a big Sabbath fan. Um, of course, Spinal Tap yeah. themselves obviously wrote some yeah. wrote some very uh, you know deft and uh, culturally important <laughs> songs during their career, sure, <laughs> really critiquing yeah. society at the time. <laughs> Yeah, you know, there's, there's yeah, there's there's lick my love pump and and sex farm and, and <laughs> but it, it really is now talking about it with you guys here. It is it is a time gone by for Otto. Mm. Yeah, oh, one hundred percent. Like, I don't, th- I, 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 I wonder how prominently he even features in like the background of The Simpsons now. I don't know if they ever like. I imagine there might be scenes of them getting on the bus, and it's just like just cut to them in the seats. You don't ever need yeah. to see the guy in front anymore because. I mean, is, people... he, is he not? Is he not on? I, I haven't seen the newest seasons. Oh, I, I, I can't guarantee any of that because I've not watched, like, actively watched The Simpsons. Like, yeah. there's new content in a long, long time. But I'm trying to think. Like, I, I still watch when they're on every week. I'll watch the new episodes. Oh, you will? I, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm one of the, 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 the old guys who still hangs on. They're generally not very memorable, and yeah, mm. certainly Otto is not. And you think of, you know, other mate minor characters like Barney Gumble or Smithers or Apu, like they're, they're, you know, quote unquote minor characters who really had or really get like a, a more complete character arc over the course of the seasons. But yeah, Otto's kind of just kind of faded into the background. I know it's, well, he, I mean, he did show up later that he, in addition, when he's not driving the bus, uh, you know, during the day when all his friends are at school, he's the, the blood letter for the blood mobile. <laughs> what was that but that was isn't there one as i mean well? i guess i guess this is a testament yeah. to the simpsons because not many things last this long yeah no, no so no. i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know if it's a test it's, it's like a little bit a testament to the simpsons a little bit of you know that what does that say for the folks at fox that they couldn't come up with something better yeah. <laughs> over the past yeah, well that's true yeah, like, one of those you know, weird things of seeing a show go through 
culture and have to document that. Like, I think I remember seeing in like in South Park and stuff, they'd have episodes where all those kids are supposed to be from like lower in lower income families, like lower lower mm-hmm. middle class. So like mm-hmm. they're not the richest, and then they'll have like episodes from the early two thousands where. Oh, the rich kid has a mobile phone and stuff, and the, the the little like the other kids make fun of him for it. And then, like ten years later, it's like, of course, Cartman has the latest, you know, iPhone and stuff like that because everybody does. But like that doesn't gel with the character because he would make, he would have made fun of someone for having that phone ten years before because he was too poor to have it. Mm-hmm. But now it's because like all oh, that that thing has become more widespread, more available to people on lower incomes. Mm-hmm. Then the show has to change with the times and whatnot as well. So I think that's just the case with The Simpsons. They probably would have things like, well, you know, back in the day, did they ever even own a computer in the house? But now, of course, they've all got friggin' smartphones and stuff because they just have to, you have to subtly change the things throughout the whole show as it goes. Yeah. I mean, Homer had his own internet company oh, uh, yeah. for a while. Flagcrest <laughs> Enterprises. <laughs> Changing, changing with the times. What was the, there was one with, um, oh, good, yeah, well, actually, in keeping with rock music and stuff, and it's, it's an episode, like, The Simpsons did get to a period where I had to just walk away, like, and, because, yeah, they'll do things like, you'll see that Homer and Marge got together in 1980, or they got together in the late 70s, they had Bart in 1980, like, that's canon mm-hmm. in one of the episodes, they show you the freaking, they go to see The Empire Strikes Back, and then he knocks her up that night, and then it's like, uh, you know, they'll have like the barbershop quartet in the mid eighties and stuff. And then there's an episode they made like a couple of years ago where Homer was in a grunge band when he was in college or something. <laughs> yeah. And it's supposed to be like 1992. And you're like, what is this continuity? Like I, I get that this continuity is just out the window of the show, but like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. We're just supposed to just go, just forget everything. Any world building doesn't count. Because and now on a, on a sm- on a small diversion, best seasons one through ten. Oh yeah, easily. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. What I was looking at, you know, looking through, kind of preparing this, looking at this third season. Whew, I mean, it's it's pretty good. This may mm. be my favorite season, and then particularly, it's, it's a very musical season. So you mentioned, you know, we had Spinal Tap in this season, uh, in this episode. There's the Flaming Moe's episode where Aerosmith oh, yeah. stops by. <laughs> um, the one where. Uh, and the episode where Bart um, has like the uh, the microphone that he can talk through the radio and he pretends to be a boy stuck oh, in the yeah. well and Sting stops by to help mm. dig him out, dig, you know, dig the boy out of the well. Like it's a very musical episode. We're uh, sending our love down the well. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, de- definitely that. Yeah. And, and season one was kind of rough, but like two through seven, eight around then that's that's sort of the, mm-hmm. the best of it. And then it. I oh, actually used to dismiss um, season two before I realized what episodes were in it. Because actually recently I was on a trip on a ferry, uh, which was like a nine hour trip. And I was like, all right. So I booked the room because it was like half price. Uh, and just so I could sit around, and, you know, obviously pandemic and all this sort of stuff. So I was like, I try to get a little room to myself. It just happened on the TVs. It's like on this one TV station they have, we're doing a marathon of season two of The Simpsons. And I was like, oh, I mean, season two, but... All right, it's better than nothing. And then going through the episodes, like, holy crap, all of these are classics. This is, this is great. There's like the Lance Murdoch episode. There was like the the golf one. There was like, oh my God. It was like literally like, oh, this, this is a way, way. This show got really, really good a lot faster than I remember. Yeah. 
I, I'm recently been rewatching. I, I mentioned this to Sean a few weeks ago. I've been rewatching them, and it, they're just. I forgot how good a lot of the episodes are. Mm, mm. As well as ones too, like you only really pick up on jokes sometimes too years later. Like I was actually literally in preparing for this. Like I always assumed, oh, this Auto Man, because Bart always says, "Hey, Auto Man," <laughs> oh, man. and that's the joke. <laughs> And then it was eventually it's like, oh, it's like the oh, the Ottoman Empire is Otto Man as well. Is that I'm assuming that oh. I, I don't think that was a <laughs> deliberate like that they were probably sitting there going like, Oh, that's that works as a joke as well, I guess. So the Otto Man is Ottoman. Yeah, fine. Yeah, he, yeah, that totally works. But Yeah. Wait, and also I picked up so when they talk about well they they're singing that so the the song that they the kids are singing when Seymour Skinner takes over as bus driver and then Seymour sings it to Otto at the end as he drives away. So, you know, hail to the bus driver, bus driver, man. And it's like, yeah, but it could be bus driver, man in, you know, general or mm-hmm. bus driver specifically Otto man. <laughs> yeah. I always wonder that they make up that song just for the episode. Cause I've never been on like at my school was literally five minutes walk <laughs> from me. So I've never been on a school bus. I don't know. I can't imagine they're ever that wholesome anyway. But was that a thing they made up for the show? Or do you guys ever remember that been sung when you were kids or anything? I I think that's an actual song. Hail to the bus driver. Like I they didn't did. make yeah. it up. But but this is when I mean, the episode's almost 30 years old. They could have made it up and then it became mm. a part of pop culture because they did it first. But I I think it's I don't think they made up that song. Yeah, I don't think so either. And weirdly tied into the same episode, I was stunned. And anyone out there who's listening, who knows, for the love of God, please tell me. Because I was weirded out to find that, um, obviously, when Otto goes to stay with the Simpsons, he kind of makes his presence known because he just starts rocking out in the garage on Bart's guitar. Mm-hmm. And he's singing this, like, I feel like rocking so I think I will. And I was just like, okay. I, the, when I was a kid, I didn't know what that song was. And then I could swear that that was whatever song it was, was used as like the theme tune for like, I thought it was Goof Troop. And then I thought it was was another one of those goofy movie spinoff cartoons somewhere. But I was positive I had heard that song elsewhere. And then looking it up for this episode, no, they made it up for this. (laughs) And there's no other documentation that it's, that it's anywhere else in the world. Like, it's just like, yeah, the, 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 the writers of Simpsons just wrote, like, just had to write a generic thing. So they're like, yep, there you go. That's a song. Yeah. I mean, just another thing. The Simpsons are amazing. I yeah. mean, it's so good. You thought it was a, a song already in the world. Yeah, yeah. That's, I thought how, it might have been that's like... how polished and how much it sounded as though you've heard it somewhere. Mm. Yeah. I assume like it might have been like maybe not as heavy as some of Otto's other stuff. But I thought it was like maybe it's like a Huey Lewis number or something like that. It sounded something along those lines. But yeah, to find out that it does not exist outside that episode. It's like, what the hell? But mm. so, uh, I bet I do, just... though. They didn't have the uh, – because they had the Spinal Tap guys there. You wonder if they were like, hey, dude, could you rent us a little thing? Like <laughs> – we always got break like the wind in the goddamn show. Yeah. So. I'm sure it took like three or four guys getting together to write rock and rock and rock until I get my fill. <laughs> um, that's obviously a collaboration right there. Um, so my, my research staff has passed me a note and they say, uh, hail to the bus driver is a U S folk song dating to the mid 20th century written by anonymous. So no one's, no one's claiming credit, but it does predate the Simpsons. It's like Woody Guthrie wrote Sail to the Bus Driver (laughs) as he was riding the buses across America. Now, speaking of the actual bus driver here, let's just get into this for a moment. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to, I'm on the other side here. I think they do not give the bus driver position the respect it deserves. 
all his what, jokes, like the, all hmm. hitting every cone. No, I give me the bus driver, bus driver from Quick Change. That's who I want driving me around. <laughs> I mean, the, the you know, Quick Change is just like a, a cut above most things. So you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll defend the episode here because I think well because we get so there's the the period of time when Otto's suspended. And we see Seymour and he's like, I, you know, I, 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 what he drove a transport in Vietnam so I can drive a bus and he has trouble. You know, he, he doesn't do well. You know, it starts off all, oh, we're singing songs and it's great, but it quickly deteriorates. And Mm. it shows that there is, this is a profession. There are skills. You can't just throw anyone behind, um, you know, anyone behind the wheel. I think it it does respect the position of bus Mm. driver. Mm. Okay. I'd also say too, it's probably it, it's part of like a longer running joke about how severely underfunded like Springfield Elementary is. Like they they will go on to later have episodes just about like how crummy mm-hmm. and run down and just you know crap a school it is, and that in itself is like a, a little bit of social satire about you know American school systems and whatnot and how like underappreciated everything is. So you could argue like that Otto's presence there and the fact that he's just like yep just. He's a complete, complete, reckless, you know, idiots, and he <laughs> he should not be a bus driver. He should not be like given a position of trust with these children. Is a sign that like, yeah, this school just has to take who they can get. Like, right. just, he's the yeah. only one that guy looking for the job. So, you know, which also stands the fact that like, well, once he's gone, friggin' Skinner has to take over. They don't just have someone else. You think you just go? Yeah, the, no one else in this town knows how to and drive a, a bus. They and well, you do it well. That is true. Yeah. Well, though also it's weird that so the only thing, the only thing between Otto and driving a bus in in the period where he's not driving, is the lack of a license. Like so, because like, you would think in you know in the real world or maybe a better funded school system, like even with the license, there's still the issue of all the accidents. Like yeah. that's nice that there's no fatalities, but still 15 accidents. That that seems like a lot. Like okay, so you've got a license. He, he only gets his license back to insulting homer to, <laughs> to patty it's all like that's the only reason he's there yeah he doesn't he, he doesn't actually learn how to drive he's just no. telling stories about homer yeah um yeah and when that and that's a little that actually i think uh going back to my point about sort of Otto being like a you know a warning for bart like this is where you're going to end up if you don't pay more attention in school and, and be better and and this is not where you want to end up you know because bart's you know, one of Bart's saying you're sort of a, an underachiever and proud of it. And mm. the first time Otto takes the driver's test, like he knocks, he literally knocks over every cone. And at the end, he's looking back like the last cone's kind of wobbling and he watches it fall. He's like, all right. You know, <laughs> it, you know, he's like proud of that. He hit, you know, you're supposed to try to not hit the cones. In but a see, he's an overachiever. If he was an underachiever, he wouldn't care about that last cone. Mm. Thing, yeah, like you say, he's a perfectionist. What you're saying, he's a perfectionist. Yeah, is that supposed to be that, like, he just doesn't care about what he's done? Like, he doesn't care about, like, oh, whatever, you know, I'm just doing this thing. Or is it that he he misunderstood the test fundamentally? <laughs> exactly. like, oh, I thought I was supposed to hit every. Because then, if he says like, oh, I thought I was supposed to hit them all, you could argue that he could be like, well, I did hit all of them. I <laughs> I didn't understand the instruction, but like, he thinks they're targets. Yeah, it's like you, you know, it takes skill to hit friggin' each and every one of them, you know. <laughs> That's one way of looking at it. <laughs> also reminds me of another great show, great joke in an unrelated episode where Marge is becoming a police officer <laughs> and she has her undo the the target course, and then like 
you know, shoots a bad guy coming out of the door and then like a baby comes along. She's like, all right, don't shoot that. And then like, you know, shoot the guy jumping out of the helicopter or something. And I was like, oh, don't shoot this blind fella coming towards you. And then Chief Wickham's just like, you missed the baby. You missed the blind man. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> that, that's yeah, not okay. this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I, I do think, yeah, I, th- I think it does give, now it doesn't give a lot of, respect to Otto, the individual. Because like you said, like he eventually gets his license, but he doesn't really pass the driving test. He only passes because um I forget I forget if it's Selma or Patty, but like one of Homer's sister in law, mm-hmm. you know, just because he's, you know, I wanna Homer will be upset if I get my license. Like I'll prove him wrong. And then she's like, all right, I'm on board then. Mm. Um, the- <laughs> yeah, I guess the- it does show I mean, you know what? Thinking back to the cones, him hitting it, that uh, he misunderstood the instructions. Now, that could be an issue right there. <laughs> but, oh, don't I hate mean, it. But uh, you know what? He, he's a capable driver. Well, <laughs> let's not go too far. Well, because at the very end, the, the climax of the episode, you know, Seymour is looking out the window of his office and he sees, sees dry, you know, Otto driving off and he, he says, you know, hail to the bus driver, bus driver man, as Otto just plows right through a stop sign. <laughs> without even you know without stopping or slowing down so there's a man who does not understand instruction because they had that episode as well where um i think it's the pta disbanding one where they go to like a field trip mm-hmm. and then skinner's just like oh it's time to refuel the bus auto here's the credit <laughs> card and it's just like a little piece of tube <laughs> sort of to suck out the petrol from other cars yeah. But again, later on, you hear Otto going like, oh, I wish I hadn't had the mint first. Because he's just, I was eating this mint that was supposed to be for after sucking out of this petrol. But, um, but yeah, so maybe that's just fundamental. Oh, you know, you could argue that's a, a thing with, you know, the heavy metal lifestyle. It's like you do not like authority. So a stop sign, he doesn't want, he doesn't want anything telling him to stop. Because right. that's a form of authority. I think there are episodes, too, where you see his his family and he does have like a real... I think, I think he mentioned the this admiral. One too, like, yeah. The admiral, yeah. Me and the admiral don't get along. Yeah. Yeah. So I think <laughs> there is a he, he does have a an issue with authority figures. Hmm. Uh, but the, I did actually look into like a little bit as well of um you know the, how they came up with the character and stuff, and I was surprised to find out apparently he's based his appearance is based on some guy called uh, Wallace Wolodarsky, mm-hmm. who was a writer on the first four seasons of The Simpsons. I was like, oh, that's you know, that's odd. <laughs> he actually is specifically based on a guy, uh, and then Wallace Wolodarski apparently nowadays is like an he appears in a lot of Wes Anderson movies as an actor, which is not too. I wouldn't have put like the guy oh. they base Otto on would show up in Wes Anderson movies. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, and then apparently he wrote. He's written quite a few things. Uh, he wrote Trolls World Tour that came out this year. Oh, he did. Uh, yeah. That's he wrote uh, A Dog's Journey, A Dog's Purpose, and Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Dog Days. So, got an affiliation for dogs. <laughs> this, this <laughs> got, fella. A, yeah. got a dog thing. All right. Yeah. He also uh, he directed something. He directed a few things. Uh, one of them was called Cold-Blooded with uh, Luke Perry, I believe it is. I think it's Luke Perry. From looking at the poster, it looks like Luke Perry. Uh, and apparently Janine Garofalo is also in it. So Dave, Dave Powell, if you're listening, you might be uh, wanting to check that out as a potential uh, side project for uh, Five Minutes of Mystery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he wrote something called uh, and directed something called um, Sorority Boys, which just sounds like one of those <laughs> movies that like The Simpsons would take the piss out of. Like, yeah, 
It's a comedy about three rowdy male college students who are expelled from their dorm. They dress they dress up in drag in order to move into the dog house where they're un, where the unattractive girls live. Like that's the kind of thing you imagine they'd have that as a little ten second clip on an episode, and Homer would be sitting watching this god awful sounding movie. Yeah. But apparently that's a, that's a I think that's the Simpsons that was the the the, the star with which uh, Wallace Wardorsky hitched his wagon to. But, <laughs> but apparently he also wrote The Rocker with the uh, with Rain Wilson um, and Emma Stone from oh. back in like late that's, late that's good. That's a good movie. I've seen that. Yeah, it's appropriate too. I guess maybe maybe he was a rock and roll guy. That's why it wasn't just the long hair. It's like no, it's the whole attitude goes. That was that was Wallace's way. Yeah, looking at that, that he was based on like the look, the long hair, and and always like often wearing a baseball cap um, was sort of the look that Wallace had that this character was based on. But maybe like the personality as well. Mm. Mm. And yeah, I say yeah. Otto goes down in history as as the '90s character, and now <laughs> he's gone. It's like how? What other kind of '90s character could you have? Really, there's a real thing of like. <laughs> Yeah, like, I guess people living through a, a period of like economic prosperity—that's like a real '90s figure. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm tr- you're, you're right. That's that's. I mean, as far as something from that time, yeah. The 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 metal head, the long hair, Metallica. That's the whole the whole slacker thing. I guess you could the argue. Slacker, that. Yeah. But mm. even that though, like Jay and Silent Bob, they're kind of auto-ish kind of characters because they're slackers. Definitely. That, that's they're, absolutely. But they all are like, yeah, long hair and just listening to the heavy metal and stuff outside the the quick stop. So yeah, I guess it's. I don't know why it's, it's weird that Otto's a he's a singular because all the rest of them, Bill and Ted, Beavis and Butthead, Wayne and Garth, Jay and Silent Bob, they're a duo every time, and yet he is he stands alone as like uh, he's the one guy that got in the whole town. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah. was it? Airheads with uh, with Brendan Fraser, <laughs> the, uh, the, the Lone Rangers, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was a great movie. <laughs> oh no, no, no! It's not a great movie. What? What movie? Which movie? Uh, Airheads? Airheads? No, with Airheads Brendan... was okay, wasn't it? With uh, Adam with Sandler Brent... and yeah, pre mega fame Steve Buscemi and Brendan <laughs> Fraser. I think it's not. A... Oh no, I was getting mixed up. I thought Harry Shearer was in that. Isn't it? He's not in that. Was that? I, I no, haven't seen um, Was it terrible? Is it, who's in it? Not Andy oh, Garcia, um, but it's, uh, he's an Joe Montaigne. Joe Montaigne. That's who uh, I was thinking. Yeah, that Tony himself. Everything's connected. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, bus drivers, you know what? It's a hard, thankless job. Yeah. Oh, well. well. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, I, I don't envy the bus drivers. Like, I just, no. you, again, you know there's going to be trouble eventually. Like, someone's going to come in. That's why they have to have the, you know, in uh, in where I'm currently living in Liverpool, like they have to have a little plastic guard up for the mm-hmm. bus driver because you don't yeah. know someone's going to spit on them, someone's going to freaking try to lunge at them. Like you just right. can't tell. So it's, yeah, it is a, depending on what region of the world you're in uh, and just, you know, in terms of the, of the the environment you're driving through. Yeah, it is. A, it, can, it can be a very, very rough job. Yeah. I mean, you think like of, of all the bus driving positions a school bus driver it's it's the same route the same passengers you know it's same thing every day you'd think this would be like the easiest but even then i think you're you i know, think it is i think it is the easiest of all bus drivers but even the easiest bus driving job is still it's still harder than being a principal of an elementary school as we see yeah. you know skinner couldn't do it <laughs> i guess it's like a two time a day job really isn't it it's like five days a week 
you do one big long route in the morning, one big long route like six hours later. So like at least it's not you know some. I really would hate to be like the bus driver who has to go around like you know a couple of hours on the same route just mm-hmm. throughout the city, just driving around in circles over and over and over again because that must that must really get monotonous. Particularly too if you can't like listen to music and stuff like that. Like uh, that that would be rough going, I can imagine. But um, again, though, you might be like you know Adam Driver and Patterson, and I'm like, no, it's very soothing. It's all very calming to just have. The I'm gonna same have to look, I'm gonna have day. to look at that now. Check it out. Oh, it's a very good movie. Like, it was a really, really nice, pleasant little film. So, uh, in yeah. these arduous times, I would highly recommend <laughs> Patterson just as something to calm people down. Really. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've, I've, it's oh. come up that I, I, ha- I have also not seen the Patterson, but it's come up a couple times in our uh, our bus driving discussion. So maybe that'll be. Maybe we should, uh, list. Maybe we should <laughs> put it on the list. I'm kind of trying to think of other famous bus drivers, though. It's like, yeah, him. Uh, not many. Got, we tried. Uh, the guy in speed, yeah, uh, gets <laughs> yep, shot. Sam, yeah, and then that lady who was like Elaine's roommate in Seinfeld, who showed up as the bus driver in uh, Forrest Gump. I think, I, I think remember. she, I think I only remember. I think she features at the beginning. I don't know if it's supposed to be the same woman actually, but there's a woman like she picks up Forrest when he's a kid at the, at the beginning, and then was Haley Joel Osment at the end. I think it's supposed to be like the same woman. And it's that, you know, she was Lane's roommate, and then she was in Men in Black. Mm-hmm. She was, like, the Edgar's wife and stuff. And, like, yeah, Haley Joe Osmond just knows who she is because he's just like, oh, you know, you're Dolores, what's-her-face, and I'm, you know, Little Gump or whatever the hell you call that kid. Um, <laughs> little Gump. I think the implication was supposed to be, like, 40-odd 40, 40 years later of the same goddamn bus driver. He's still, still driving that bus. <laughs> Well, you need to go to the, the Forrest Gump Minute guys. They might be able to go like, no, it's supposed to be two completely different actresses. <laughs> maybe that's that's her daughter who like yeah, inherited. Yeah. Maybe it's you know it's like a it's like a, a British title. You inherit the the <laughs> the, 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 the route. Would uh, you want that to be part of like a, a bus driving <laughs> dynasty though? <laughs> that's the only thing. Yeah, I want that movie, like Hereditary bus drivers. <laughs> I just want like hereditary on a bus. <laughs> this is like Gabriel Burns burst in the flames. Get him off at the, at the next stop for the love of Christ. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to check in. Well, and then there's the um, the, the the bus driver in um, a league of our own or a league of their own. Oh, a league, a league of, their. of their own. There's a, when they're on they're on the road and they have a bus driver. So you know the women are are touring that, to their baseball games. That would be another one. That would be the next one I I would think, after the ones we've done, yeah, as being okay. the as being the next in line for something famous like this, right? I well, yeah, watched so, that film quite recently, and I can't remember the bus driver all that much. Well, no, so. I mean he's it's a nothing of a character really, but I mean no. it's still, yeah, he really yeah so he really just has he has the one scene. There's the the what Spalding whatever. There's the kid, mm-hmm. the one player has to take her kid on the road. And then he's, you know, running around, he's slapping people, he's awful. And then he puts his hand over the bus driver's eyes while he's driving. It's like a game. And then the, the bus is weaving all over the road because the driver can't see. And- for some reason, I thought Tom Hanks drove the bus for a second. I was like, no, 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 because the no. whole point of it is that he's a blackout drunk half the movie. So <laughs> I'm guessing, yeah, they wouldn't, they wouldn't give him that job. No. Although it was, what, the, the 40s? They were, they took a oh, different yeah. view of that sort of thing in that day. So <laughs> maybe it would have been okay. Um, so uh, I, I think it sounds like we're ready to kind of wrap things up. Any any final thoughts on Otto Man kind of come a bus driver? 
Uh-huh. I would say beyond the fact that he's a very dated character, and I do love him as a character, and I do love this this episode that we've been focusing on. Although it, it, again, it's just it's one of those things of the Simpsons script writings where it's like, yeah, there's a long intro that has nothing to do with the actual plot, mm-hmm. and then the actual plot is resolved very quickly because it's really just like, yeah, he's down and out, and then within the last three minutes, it's just like. <laughs> Oh, he didn't call you a bum. He called you a sponge. Sponge! sponge. I'll show him who's a sponge. And then it's like, oh, no, Otto's back. He's fine. Everything, everything's back to normal With literally, within literally seconds. And you're like, oh, that was a very abrupt mm-hmm. end. It's, like, it's just like, yeah, status quo has been restored. Um, and I'm sure Otto would also be a fan of status quo. If, uh... <laughs> yeah. Or would he? Actually? Are they a bit too dorky? for Because they, they are kind of on the, the lighter side of the rock. Uh, spectrum. Maybe Otto wouldn't be a, a status quo guy at all. Otto is a time capsule we opened today and and brought out into the world, and I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I do feel like they kind of capped, unless they just you know would later go in a completely different direction. They kind of cap the, the the character as a whole. It's a lot of sort of stoner burnout jokes, like uh, "Ooh, I I had mustard." <laughs> wow! She says, "Oh, it's like all I found in there was a jar of mustard." And I thought, "Is it some old psycho magazines or some old cycling magazines?" I think it's like motorcycle. Oh, okay, like, yeah. like Easy Rider. I think it's like, yeah. It's supposed to be all all you had in there are cycle magazines and and mustard. He's like, "Wow, I had mustard." So I, th- I said, "Psycho magazine was like a kind of like a mad magazine." Like, that was the joke. That was like, "Yeah, psycho magazine." And then that would might, and maybe it has like pictures of really gory, crazy crap that Otto would be into. But uh, yeah, you know. But then also, motorbike magazines also makes total sense. Yeah. Well, that fits in with the the later line about magazines where guys send in pictures of their chicks. Because I, I mean, I don't know if this this is probably it's not you know in, in the in the the Me Too era and stuff. I don't know if they do this anymore. But motorcycle magazines, not not necessarily naked, but that have guys sending in pictures of their girlfriends, like draped over their motorcycles in bikinis and, and scantily clad. So, okay. But yeah, no. I, I thought it was like, yeah, cycle as in motorcycle. No, okay. But, I do uh, always enjoy that. Like at any time there is a, um, you know, people are, are queuing up to ask for something in the Simpsons. Otto usually does get a little line in. Cause I think it was the one where they're Mr. Burns or when the, the school strikes oil and then Mr. Burns ends up stealing it at the end. But like, they're going through everything that everybody wants. They're like, now we've got all this new wealth in the school. And like autos is just like one line of like, you know, those guitars that are like double guitars. You know? <laughs> and I think it was one of those, Abe Simpson's Great giving line. away a load of money. And then his whole pitch then is just like, a, like a jammed up, like a crazy bus from hell. Jam the school, kids, kids to school at 180 miles per hour. <laughs> like notice the artists you're interviewing. Note the cobra wrapped around the naked chick. <laughs> it's just this full blown heavy metal album vision he has of his own bus. And stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I think in general, as a human being, you know, as a fleshed out character, Otto may be limited, but as a bus driver, I think he he gets my respect. I think he has the respect of the writers of the show, and and I hope he has your respect as well. I mean, I don't know if I give him respect because. <laughs> A lot of stuff happens on that bus that that guy just does not like the amount of bullying and yeah. crazy crap that goes down on that school bus that he's just like completely oblivious to. It's like again, you should know that he always has headphones on, so presumably yeah. he's always listening to music. So he's the type of guy like if you're having a conversation with him, he's all he's hearing is like friggin' Led Zeppelin getting blasted through his ears. So. <laughs> 
So pretty much. All right. Any any final words, Brian? Uh, nope. This is uh, Otto. Like I said, he's he's a product of the time, right. and and I like dissecting him now. It's I think yeah. it's really fascinating looking back on him today. Uh, if we were to do this, let's say twenty years earlier. Mm. Yeah. So I yeah I, I don't know. I think um, I kind of see Otto as um, as the type like he's going out. He's not wearing the mask, and not not because it's not a political statement. It's not. Um, you know, not that he doesn't believe in viruses or anything. It's just he he doesn't know how to follow directions. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> as we've established. <laughs> um, so so Niall, thanks again for joining us. It's been great. If oh. if our listeners, if if by any chance there's there's someone out there who hasn't heard about you and they want to hear about you and they want to hear more, where can they find you? You can hear more of me uh, on that minute. Uh, that's where me and my co-host, John, uh, we go through the Batman films one minute at a time. Uh, we're currently, it's always hard to kind of gauge because like we, we're pretty much done with forever, but there's still like 10 weeks of the show to air <laughs> because we've recorded that far in advance. But uh, but yeah, we've nearly got three whole seasons of the show done now. So um, we're literally facing down the barrel of a gun because we've got Batman and Robin to do it next year. So. <laughs> it can yeah, only go down from here. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great show. I'm a big fan of the, the Bat Minute. So, uh, oh, thank you very much. So, just folks, check that out if they haven't already. And of course, uh, we're Next Scene Podcast. You can find us at nextscenepod.com and Next Scene Pod on all the the social media crap. So, um, until next time, hail to the bus driver, bus driver. Feel like rocking to a together wheel. Hey, Bard, what's going on?